Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. All right, so I thought I'd make this video to try and help a little bit. I see there's been some questions about relative major versus relative minor, major and minor, and then how that kind of leads into the discussion of modes. And again, this is a more involved discussion as it keeps going, but let me start with a real basic idea. If we are in the key of something, let's say the key of G major, what that means is the key of G major, we've got G is our main note and G major is our main chord. And we're going to go to other notes, we're going to go to other chords, but we're going to keep coming back to home bass, which is G or G major, G major chord, okay? The most important thing you have to start with is understanding what is a major scale, right? If we understand that a major scale, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, is seven different notes, and then the eighth note just being the octave starting all over again. If we were in the key of G, for instance, and I just always start people off by understanding the most basic idea. In music, we have the notes A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. We don't have H or I or something like that. So if you think of it like a circle, you're going A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, over and over and over. And that's how you move up and down the piano. Because obviously, if I say A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, that's only seven different notes, right? So if we think of those as the white notes on the piano, we go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then we get an octave. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, get an octave. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So it just keeps going. Don't worry about the sharps and flats just for now. So if we wanted to start, for instance, on G, we would just move back and we would play G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F. If we wanted to be in the key of A, we'd move over to A and we play A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on. So we're always using those same notes. Now, the problem is, is that we have distances between those notes, which we call intervals. What happens is if we look at the key of C, now the key of C is the only key that doesn't have any sharps or flats, the key of C major. If we look at the key of C major, we have the notes C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and then C again. So if we were to break that down, and again, you might wanna use a pencil for this and write this down because I don't have this on the screen, but if we look at that, what we realize is the distance from C to D is two frets or a whole step. D to E, two frets or a whole step. E to F, one fret or a half step. And then F to G is a whole, G to A is a whole, A to B is a whole, and then B to C is a half. If we look at the key of C as being our catalyst, okay, what we learn is that the key of C has no sharps and no flats, and the half step, whole step configuration is that the half steps exist between the third and fourth notes and the seventh and eighth or seventh and first, the octave, so seven and eight. So if you just memorize that your half steps are between three and four and seven and eight. Now, if I play that on the guitar, we can see that if I play C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. You see that? So we can see the half steps between the third and fourth, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight or seven and one, okay? With that idea then, we can move that anywhere we wanna go. So if we go back to the key of G, we have G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but we need our half steps to be in the proper spaces. Now again, this takes a little studying. If you have any of my theory courses, I talk about all this sort of thing, but the key of G then would be, so I'm gonna play that exact same shape, but I'm gonna start on G. 
So I have G, A, B, C. See that? There's the half step. G, A, B, C, D, E. But I don't get F, I get F sharp. So the key of G gets one sharp, the F sharp, and that's why, because the key of G is trying to be like the key of C with its half steps and whole steps in the same places. And the further out you go, the more sharps or the more flats you're gonna wind up getting because it needs to keep trying to refix itself or reinitialize itself to be like the key of C, having the half steps and whole steps in the same places. So do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do always sounds like do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, okay? So that's the first step in understanding what we're doing here. Now the next step is, let's take those notes now, G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, and G, and let's make chords out of all of those. Now again, there's more theory in this, and we're not gonna go through all of that. You can study that. But here's what I want you to learn, is if you're in a major key, regardless of if it's in the key of G, or the key of A, or the key of D, or the key of C, or whatever key you wanna be in, okay? The first chord, the fourth chord, and the fifth chord are going to be major. The second, the third, and the sixth chords are going to be minor. So you get one, four, five being major, two, three, six being minor, and then your seventh chord is actually what we call diminished. Diminished is actually different than those. It's actually two minor thirds. It's like a minor chord, but it's even more minor than a minor chord. And again, we won't really worry about that right now. What we use a lot in popular music are the first six chords. So the one, four, five being major and the two, three, six being minor. So now if we think about that logic, G would get B major, A would get a minor chord, B would get a minor chord, C would get a major chord, D would get a major chord, E would get a minor chord, and F sharp would get that diminished chord. So what I'm gonna do is take those notes and those chords and I'm gonna move them across the guitar this way so you can see it laid out a little bit better. G would be major, A would be minor, B would be minor, because that's one is major, two, three is minor. Then I'm gonna go to the fifth string here. Four would be major, five would be major, six would be minor, and those are the six that I want you to really focus on. Now seven would be over here and would be diminished, and would resolve back to the one, but I want you to focus on those first six. So one, four, five being major, two, three, and six being minor. So when people talk about, you know, songs that are one, four, five, or one, six, four, five, or one, two, five, or whatever it might be, that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about a key because I can do this in any key I want. If I want to be in the key of A, I just move everything up. I got one major, two minor, three minor, four major, five major, and six minor. You see? That's the beauty of guitars. You can visually see all of this stuff moving around the guitar. So if you get used to understanding that a major scale is half steps between three and four and seven and eight, and the rest of them are whole steps. Learn that theory. And then the second thing is, is learning that your one, four, five is major and your two, three, six is minor. Now again, this is all relative to what we call the major scale, which is like the granddaddy of all things that we learn about music theory. So the next thing in line is what we call the relative minor, okay? What is the relative minor? Well, the relative minor, if I'm in the key of G and I go up to the sixth chord, which is E minor, G is the one, A, B, C, D, E is the six, right? So it's a six note, one, two, three, four, five, six. G major and E minor are called relative. Well, why is that? There's a lot of different reasons you may think of, but think of it this way. The notes of G major are G, B, and D. That's what notes make up a G major chord. The notes of an E minor chord are E, G, and B. So they both share two out of three notes. 
So they're kind of similar to each other, G major and E minor. Now again, you might not really notice it here, but think about this. If I played C major and A minor, they're kind of similar to each other. C would be the one, A minor would be the six, okay? We call those relative major and minor, and what that really means is that if we're in the key of G, the notes G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, and G, okay? And we get the chords, one, four, five, two, three, six, all that kind of stuff. If we're in the key of E minor, E minor really is the key of G major. It's using all of the chords of G major, all of the notes of G major. The only difference is, is that you're emphasizing the six chord. So if you think about it, if I play a chord progression in the key of G major, emphasizing G major, it's gonna sound like G major. If I do the same thing, but I start on E minor, See, I'm playing the same chords, but I'm playing them in a different order. I'm emphasizing the E minor sound, you see? So G major and E minor really are the same key. They're using the same chords. They're using all the same notes. The difference is, is that you're choosing to emphasize the sixth chord, which is E minor. And if you learn piano, we call that relative major and minor. Now, this conversation then leads to the next level, which is people will learn this and go, okay, so... If we're emphasizing the G major chord, we're in G major. If we're emphasizing the E minor chord within G major, we're calling it E minor, right? Yes. What if we wanna emphasize the A minor chord in the key of G, or the B minor chord in the key of G, or something other than one and six? Can't we do that? And the answer is, yes, you can. But you can no longer just call it generically major and minor, because it would be confusing, because you have a bunch of majors and minors. One, four, five are major, and two, three, six are minor, right? So how would you do that? Well, that's where the idea of modes comes in, is we stop calling them major and minor, and we give them actual names. If you're in the key of G major, and you emphasize the G major chord, we're in major. But if we wanted to call it something else, we could call it modally, we'd call it being an Ionian. If we go to the two chord in G major and emphasize that chord, we can't just call it minor, because it would be confusing with the sixth chord. So we have to give it a name, so we call it Dorian. Dorian means emphasizing the two chord, the minor two chord, in the key of major. The three chord then would be called Phrygian, which means we're emphasizing the three chord, the minor chord, the three, in a major key. That's what all those crazy names really kind of mean. I'm simplifying, but that really is what it is. So hopefully that helps you a little bit in understanding the major scale, relative major and minor, and then how modes then come out of that concept. And all of these things can be studied further, but at least that helps you a little bit in getting the idea. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.